This week's episode of The Curious Podcast is brought to you by Crippling Debt. So why not pay a visit to our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash The Curious Podcasts and help us out. Also, if you have any suggestions, why not send us an email at curious.podcasts at gmail.com. Hello, welcome to the second most popular podcast in Jarrow. So that's going to be like the intro you want to do. Yeah, that's why I said it. Oh, oh, right, right. You're just recording. Yeah, oh no, that, that's just like, you're getting, you know, I ended up with the no, no, it's been in, it's been in, it's real. Um, what, even this bit right now? Even this bit right now. Um, what's that noise? Can you hear mumbling or something? Uh, I think it's coming from there, from Kim's Hatch. You want, you want to open it up? No? Here it is, Teague, cowboy! Did he bang? Chief, oh, God, this is going on. Did it see something? Did it see Circle jerks. Ah, call it. Call it right. Cockroaches. Fucking idiots. We're done with the seas. We are done with the seas. It's been a week. You can you can stop now. Oh, but I've had a hundred more. Do you think the I actually had a few more? If that's okay. Can I just can I just finish my list? No. Okay, right. It? Well, I'm going to finish the list anyway. Cindy Lauper. Oh, you know what? I never even thought of her. Oh, hey, no, 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 Craig, we're done. Cindy Lauper, that, that, that's the end it. That's the end it. Oh, no, Cassandra. That's the Cindy Lauper. Bye. Bye. That was him. Bye. It was nice speaking to you, lads. Right, me and Kim are going to go now. Yeah. Yeah. Bye. Bye. See you next week. See you next See week. week. Bye. Bye. Wait, hang on, hang on, hang on, no, 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 come back, come back, come back. We've got a new episode. I just got myself out the door. Yeah. Well, it's not my fault you, you, you didn't uh, go home after last week's episode. We did. They could have been locked in that latch for a week. That's your fault. Just <laughs> shouting band members at each other. Yeah, did. I remember making a Craig David Cabbage at one point. Ooh. Yeah, it was quite nice. And I heard you had Jarrah Elvis on the other night, um, Drew. Lies. Lies. It's all lies. Oh, we heard from the latch, didn't we? Aye, we did. We heard. And we had the local Betty Betty bike round here the other night. So don't like me, Drew. Yeah, we heard. We heard. You heard nothing. You weren't here. Um... Right. Um... If you're tuning in again, God help you. Right, okay, um, guys, guys, hold on, just come through, just go through, it's do it, do it, oh, right, right, come on, sorry, gasping for a fart, it's gasping for a cigarette, oh, better not say that one, <laughs> right, see you in a bit. Oh, no, you know, now, now, instantly, you've got me wanting a cigarette, you bastard. You got one, No. Oh. Why did you want one? Well, I don't mind the spell them, though. Right. What's happening, then? What's the plans? Right, so... Uh, I've got my topic I'm going to talk about. So there's that. Mm-hmm. Um, I did originally plan to talk about the Antarctic pyramids that you mentioned last week. Uh, and then during the night, so like, like with, you know, about 
10 hours ago or so, probably even less than 10, 10 hours ago, another topic entered my head instead. You mean you were on TikTok? No, actually. No. no? Was it bad speaking with C? Oh, no. What? <laughs> Anyways, right? I've got a list, chat. It goes Castellian, Cassia Pope, Cast the Castaways, Cast. Oh, no, no, right. we're on D now. We're on D now. Oh, right. Oh. Well, that's it's been a, a week. It's been a oh, week. Uh, D Block, Europe. Uh, no, it's not time yet. It's not time yet. It's not time yet. That's sick. You're too early. I'm stubbing out my fucking cigarette as well. I'll have to light a new one now. <laughs> Um, I should imagine Craig's got a top five, five, five this week. No, no. Uh, Kim, are you doing your seven hats this week? I'm on a fucking cigarette break. Fuck off. He's on a cigarette <laughs> break. Well, Joe, looks like it's on you. Well, hang on, hang on, hang on. Have you got anything planned for this week? Always. So no. Yeah, at the end. Well, no, at the end. Do, do we have any fan mail? Yes, at the end. I always go last. I know you always go last, but it doesn't to stop you from being asked whether or not you've got anything planned. See, you asked me. Just you start asked... the fucking music. Come on. Come on. Well, open it then. I'm trying, I'm trying. Well, get the key. I am using the key. Got the one. Yeah, there we go. Welcome back to Drusifer's Believe It or Not. Oh. Believe it or not, guys, there was an assassina assassination attempt on Barack Obama back in 2013. And the, the reason for that assassination attempt actually had nothing to do with Obama. It was for a totally different, absolutely petty reason. So like I said, April 2013, and the FBI and Secret Service raid this guy's house. Uh, I think it was called Eric Calvert. No, Kevin Curtis. Where the hell did they get Eric Calvert from? No, it was Kevin Curtis. And the guy is a janitor, an Elvis impersonator, uh, and conspiracy theorist. So, two out of three in bad. I'm all shut up. Uh, as he's on his way down his driveway, he gets tackled by the FBI and the Secret Service. But as he's walking down the driveway, he, he's actually got his dog with him. Uh, like a chihuahua cross with something else. And he'll never guess what his dog was called. Obama. Moo Cow. Oh. Uh, what, what a name to call your dog, Moo Cow. It's so moving, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, Put the other one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but yeah, so uh, so the FBI and S S uh, the FBI and Secret Service pack them to the ground as he tries to run away, haul them off to interrogation. But um, Kevin, not the dog, by the way, just to clarify, that they're, they're not interrogating Mo Cow. Kevin, Kevin Watson. No, Kevin Curtis. No, Kevin Watson's dead, oh. isn't he? So that, 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 that's something that's for Richie's corner right now. Um, and, what, and during the interrogation, Kevin's trying to figure out what the fuck it is that he's done. That's warranted the FBI and Secret Service tackling him in his 
in his driveway and hauling them off to some secret site, you know. And but also during the com the interrogation, they're trying to steer him towards confessing to what he did. Did, did you hear that? It's yeah, yeah, yeah. See you there, Ken. All right, yeah, guys. Oh, I was just oh, right, you're back, you're back, yeah, okay. yeah, back, back, back. I was just saying hi to Ken. All right, go on. I'm gonna help me through the hatch. Go on, go on. What, what go on. Ken? Ken, you're gonna help me through the hatch, and I'll tell you because I need to get through the hatch to do the hatch thing, right? Come on, help me through the servant hatch. Go on, Ricky. Right, Ricky, right, 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 Okay. So yeah, so as I said, the FBI and Secret Service were trying to guide Kevin to <laughs> to confessing to what he'd done. And eventually the conversation goes a bit like this. You hurt a lot of people, Kevin, with what you did. Is it with hurt them how? Like when you poisoned them with ricin. But I don't even like rice. What? You, know, you can search my house all you want. There is no rice in my house. And that's when the FBI and Secret Service are like, we might have the wrong person. You know, because he doesn't know what rice is. But that's why, do you know what rice is? Yeah? Do you guys know what rice is? Well, I'm a fucking scientist, supposedly, so yeah. Exactly, so you, so, so, so you know what it is. Craig, you know what ricin is? It's a delicious dessert, uh, dessert uh, made by Muller. Muller ricin. Mm. So no, yeah. he doesn't. Muller ricin, yeah, that's that's it. Yeah, Craig's right. That's what, yeah. that's what I was thinking as well. Oh. Well, so yeah, ricin is a poison. But rice is Kevin's poison. Actually, no, that, that, that's, that, that's the wrong way around with that same. Anyway, never mind. Um... So they're like, okay, so Kevin, do you have any enemies? And he's like, yes, I do have an enemy. That enemy turns out to be none other than local local Taekwondo instructor, wannabe rock and roll frontman, and political aspirationist. Um, can't remember the guy's name now. But basically some shit had gone down a few years prior between Kevin and the Taekwondo instructor and feelings were hurt and I can't remember the details off the top of my head now about what exactly went on between the two but it boiled down to Kevin leaving a negative comment on the other guy's Facebook put on one of the other guy's Facebook's posts and he was that and he was that hurt and upset by Kevin's comment on the post that he decided that he was gonna poison um a judge uh one of the local senators and President Obama with Ryson but frame Kevin for it. Mm-hmm. So it's like on all on all of the um 
like packages or letters that had been sent out with the ricin inside he'd actually put kevin's name and address on as the return address oh, right. <laughs> so he sends her out i mean the, the the judge got poisoned uh i think i think the senator got poisoned they both survived they did both survive neither of them died uh and the one to obama was you know intercepted as any male that the president is it make sure that no one's trying to assassinate him through the through the post um so yeah so the intercepted so like i said the the judge and the senator got poisoned but survived the letter to obama got intercepted they saw the return address on all the pa on all the letters or packages and went arrest and arrested kevin um but yeah it all came out because kevin left a comment that upset somebody so that person went and tried to kill the president and and blame kevin for it see that's the dangers of the internet indeed it is indeed it is you know because people are just Fuckles. yeah not the word i was going to use but yeah but people are just assholes keyboard warriors and social justice warriors and but more importantly snowflakes Drews. no no snowflakes no i prefer Drews. so uh yeah but, that was interesting so yeah so i mean and that is a true story there is no conspiracy theory behind it that this is all like a true event that happened in april 2013. Mm. so i just thought i'd throw it out there you know and just sort of like to do amuse you with it yeah i'll have to it actually reminds me i'm gonna have to get some racing it's just not in me cover i don't know so no but there is another topic i would have a little conversation about all four of us uh have and yeah guys are you there is it about um, the pyramids of Bosnia? Because you haven't mentioned that one yet. Oh, no, Wait, I'm, does I'm, someone I'm, say the pyramids of Bosnia? No, no, I'm not ready for that yet. I'm not ready for that yet. Uh, I still need to do a bit more uh, digging on 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 the pyramids of Bosnia. That's for another episode. No, um, have any of you heard of the hollow moon theory? Yes, obviously. <laughs> Craig, Kim, have you heard of the hollow moon theory? Yeah, it's Kimbo. What are you on about? Kimbo. Oh, I didn't realize it was Kimbo with us this week. Yeah, it always is. It's Kimbo's scientific heart, which seemingly is always open now. Apparently. Even yeah. though I was just looking on it. So the hollow moon theory is a theory by someone who I don't know, but apparently that the moon was put there by two aliens. Um, yep. It was to control Earth um, because the moon isn't the right size and stuff it doesn't really make sense so what they've done is hollowed it out like an egg and it's some kind of alien uh spaceship kind of and it uh watches over earth apparently and apparently nasa fired a rocket at it and it ran for an hour or something that's just all what i've heard do i believe it eh. the, yeah i mean that's basically what I've heard, there is another matter that, um... Anti-matter. No, no, not anti-matter, just matter. Anti-matter. Oh, anti-matter. Um... Now, have you noticed that with the creators that are on the moon, all of them seem like only... I think it's like... the only... 
the impact the impact depth never seems to go past like a certain depth like you look at the size of the creator from the impact and it doesn't match up uh, but the depth doesn't match up with the rest of the size of the creator you expected it to be deeper than what it is like but like say the, the no creator is deeper than i don't say 10 meters i mean that's probably not the right number uh but like say no creator is deeper than 10 meters no matter how many miles across it is and what the thing is is that it wasn't just a case of they hollowed the moon out but it's more like the there's like a superstructure there covered in but, cheese. Yeah, cheese. Well, no, fat there. But it was like, but like the structure was then covered in like the rocks and the dust and, and space dust and what have you to make it look like it's a, a natural celestial body when in fact it's not. And then that's why the density of it, like it, it, it's um, the gravitational effect it was having on Earth, doesn't match up with its size. Because oh, wait, because... lads, 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 just oh wait, uh, you need some rice in. Just add a about, little bit. I've only got pasta. Right, no, okay. I haven't got any pasta. No, you're the one. I've got, with no, pasta. I've got no pasta, you know. Yeah, okay, get the rice in. Then okay. the FBI kick the door in. <laughs> FBI, open up! <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah that, that that's an additional bit I've heard is that it's. Um, it's basically a space station, you know, like the Death Star or something. Yeah, basically. You know, it's um, but it's like there's. If you want more information on this, um, keep listening. David Ike does a one. Oh yes, David Ike. Um, I think it's the Moon Matrix or something. The theory. I think I might have just been about to get into that because the whole thing about reincarnation is that apparently when, according to you, when we die, where consciousness is uploaded to the moon. We're in a prison planet, apparently. Aye, a prison planet. We'll and just then, get reincarnated. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah, we're, our consciousness is uploaded to the moon and then downloaded back to Earth every, whenever a new baby's born. And, um... Imagine that. Oh, mad. It would explain a lot. Well, what about you, Kimbo? What, what have you heard about the, um, hollow moon theory or anything dealing with... Any theories dealing with the moon? Uh, the only fucking thing I know is that I need to fire my fucking manager. Where the fuck did they get scientists on a fucking conspiracy theory show? That's the only thing I can think. <laughs> my brain is fried. The moon is moon. I mean, in terms of the meteors, from a scientific point of view, uh, it's like a sandbox. You keep throwing something at it and throwing something down. You need something really big if you want to get into the proper center part of the moon. And the fact of the matter is, is that scientifically speaking we haven't drilled too far actually down into the moon itself we, i think i think we've drilled further into mars than we've actually drilled into the moon uh, i'm not 100 percent sure of that but i believe uh that is true i mean even when you think about it like when the comet hit and they like, wiped the dinosaurs out and stuff mm -hmm. it didn't exactly like like split the planet in half it, that's it yeah. you know what i mean it just impacted and then like I think this is, what's interesting about uh, I think it's Chachapulo or whatever it is. Uh, it's named after the region of Mexico where they actually found the uh, crater itself, and it's absolutely just it's crazy 
for the simulations that they've run and actually showing like what it would have happened like in the first 10 minutes you're like if you were there when it actually hit boom you're mm -hmm. dead you're just vaporized by the light and the intense heat if you're then out in the next layer of layer you've got seconds to live and you're dead and then if you're in the extra layer you're maybe going to start to get fried or a little bit toasted but then you're dead like that and also if you're further away you sort of get deafened because of the loudness of the actual sort of oh. asteroid hitting but if you're on the other side of the world daily life for about the next six or eight hours or so you know oh. at best sorry kim i went there um i went there like brush me nose and i accidentally punched myself at the bottom of my <laughs> nose and it clicked i didn't even know there was a bone there no it's, gr it's gristle Oh, sorry, yeah. Scientifically, that's gristle. Your nose is gristle. Oh, yeah. that, that's why. That's why you can. If someone breaks your nose, you know, you can just like snap it back into this place. Bit yellow. Take yeah, yeah, oh, the entirety of your nose is gristle, which is why when you look at a Par human scroll, scientifically scroll, speaking, it's, no, it's like the two so like it's like fucking Voldemort. Because it's just gristle. Oh, well, they hurt anyway. Well, well. Uh, there's it's another thing. To just finish off on uh, the asteroid, whatever it is, I forget how to pronounce it properly. There is, there's loads of great simulations on it. I'd recommend just checking them out because you just see how intense it would have been. You know, if you like think, well, what if I was in Jara and it landed and hit me? You'd realize, oh shit, I'd maybe probably have a couple hours to live, or maybe I might survive if I got a bunker. But there, that it wasn't actually the sort of biggest, the biggest. Well, that was the biggest of the biggest. The second biggest one, I think the reckon was in South Africa, and it did a hell of a lot of sort of similar damage as well, and it affected Earth and uh, in many different ways, or at least it did sort of like that sort of part of the world, which would have been well, still millions of years ago, because you're talking about the sort of the uh, the Great Bombardment period where there's loads of asteroids just landing and raining down. I mean, that's why the moon's got so many craters on it, Great Bombardment, and still gets hit all the time anyway. Uh, I mean, the the moon like really sort of like, protects her from a lot of asteroids because it, it takes it, the impact. It, it's just like a local vacuum cleaner, and Jupiter is basically the solar system's vacuum cleaner because it's so big like that. I was just going to mention Jupiter doing the same thing. Yeah, Jupiter is the solar system's vacuum cleaner, whereas Earth has its own little vacuum cleaner in the moon. It can help, but Earth does have a bigger pool than the actual moon itself. But you'd have to be, I suppose, within the bigger attraction there. And then it would be depending on where the moon is spinning around the Earth and how that future orbits are going to affect it. Most things that they'll usually do come around and sort of hit the Earth, you tend to just come down and whoop, and you know, it's like a quick in and out, you know, whipping out and away. So no. they're in the solar system, they get whipped out of the solar system like that. Although they usually have a sort of uh, a steady orbit, if you will, that's sort of already known. And, there's a piece of, I think, the Saturn. Uh, I believe it's part of one of the Saturn rockets, and it's uh, in like a permanent orbit of Earth like that. And it comes, it's sort of. It recently, a couple of years ago, I believe, it came back into a sort of a rough orbit, and now it's been chucked out about, chucked out away again, and it will All come right. back into orbit in Earth uh, in a few years' time or something like that. Because when they first sort of detected it, they're like, "What the hell? This thing's entirely white. This is crazy. What? What? What is this like?" life like that and then they sort of did the trajectories and like oh hold on a second <laughs> that's probably <laughs> a piece of saturn 5 a saturn 5 rocket because it's white and of course saturn 5 is uh, predominantly white 
And now we leave so much junk up on up in space, like don't we? We're polluting with rivers, you know, we've got more landfill sites, but no, that wasn't enough. Then we had to start dumping shit in space as well. I think I think there's like actually like parts of spacesuits, like the spare gloves or whatever that have somehow managed to escape out in airlock or something. You know, they're a bit just, you know, uh, I mean, st most stuff like that will just get picked up by Earth's gravity and it will start to hit the atmosphere and it'll just burn up and you wouldn't even see it from the ground. And yeah. that's like that, technically speaking. It's if they start to get into some sort of like, you want to push something just like at the right speed, at the right orbit, and then it becomes a bit of a problem if it becomes flying back around the other way. And of course, it's like, uh, it's not a case of if you push something, uh, a certain, like say you push something away just like that you might just sort of like high five someone you know just with the force of that by the time it comes back round it's going to have a hell of a lot more speed because it's been go orbiting around the earth and that gravity sort of propels it so it becomes effectively more worse than a, pit, a, sh a speeding bullet if you will uh, I mean I think that was sort of like portrayed in the um, in the film Gravity with uh, George Clooney and Sandra Bullock where... That is one of the best scientific uh, portrayals, actually. I have uh, I've read about that. No, because um, the, the, the premise is that uh, Russia is... I think it was Russia? Uh, Russia um, tried to blow up one of its own satellites or something, just to, like, to decommission it. Um, but they got the trajectory and everything wrong on the rocket. So when it uh, hit the satellite... Um, when the, when the satellite blew up, instead of it all just coming down to Earth, it sent debris like flying all around uh, in Earth's orbit. And while Sandra Bullock and George Clooney are working on what they're working on, uh, they get the message in. You, you need to. I think they're on. I think they're on the ISS. And they get a message saying that you need to evacuate now. Get back down to Earth. Shit, shit's fucking happened. You need to get out of there now. And it's like all the debris has got that much velocity, it's flying around. And when it does reach the ISS, it's like someone's got like a minigun or something and they just like pepper spraying the fuck out of the ISS and just blowing it to bits because the debris is traveling that fast. Tiny, tiny little bits, you know, a bit like an extra strong mint, you know, like, like the one that's half sucked that's lying on the desk there that you didn't finish off. Um... You know, like hundreds of like that, all flying around at like the speed of a bullet, and just totally shredding the ISS. So, yeah, so that's like, Good. That's Good. like so yeah. that's like, like what hey, what Kim was saying about uh, the speed of Kimbo. Kimbo, sorry. Fuck Sandra Bullock. What? Yeah, I'd do Sandra Bullock. Yeah, I, 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 I definitely do. Which was in Demolition Man. What? Oh. oh. Aye. Right. Right. Well, so yeah, um, Craig, have you got any views on uh, the Hollow Moon theory? No. Okay. <laughs> okay, so, Richie, do you believe it or not that the moon is hollow? Nah. Kimbo, do you believe it or not that the moon is hollow? What are you talking about? The moon is not hollow. Scientific I fact. Well, uh, I, I, this is a scientific fact, knowledge thing. I'm just gonna fucking say, 
Ah, you see, the thing is, scientists are always changing their minds about things. And you just look about how yeah, they've gone Yeah, because scientific fact changes a little bit. You know, we used to think that the fucking Earth was the centre of the solar system. We got that wrong. Sorry. I apologise. Fucking hell. You know, you think after hundreds of years later, someone would apologise. I didn't realise that. Oh, I'll have to go when I go to my next meeting of scientists. I'll basically say, guys, don't worry. I apologise for us thinking that the Earth is in the middle of the fucking solar system. And they'll yeah, be like, they... hey, no problem, Kimbo. High five, high five. So thanks for that. That's actually a good thing. I know I'm saying, saying it in a condescending way, but actually, now that I think about it, it's quite good. I think it's about time someone apologised. Just in yeah. general. Just in general, right? Yeah, not, not, not about science changing all the time, just in general, someone needs to fucking apologise. That's one thing we don't do here, really, is apologise. And I'm not going to apologise for that. Neither am I. No. Neither am I. I'm sorry. I'm just not going to apologise. Uh, the yeah, only thing no, I'm going to apologise yeah. for is the fact that that, no, I'm not even going to apologise for the fact that we're never going to apologise because this whole show. Great. Right. That's the end of Trisvers Corner. No, it's Trisvers, believe it or not. Who's yeah. going next? Is it Craig or Kimbo? Or... Um, no, I'll go last. I want to go last. All right. If Craig? Craig, well, if Craig's not ready, I'll go. Craig? Okay. Oh, hello. Right. You know, um, I, didn't even, like, I was going to say a moon joke, but you cut it off. Nah. And, you, you know, know, it's not enough. It's like, I was going to say, what do you call a clock? No, no, that one's wrong. How do you know a man on the moon is bald? He has no A. <laughs> and that's my bit for a week. Bye. Great, well, Craig's band. That was bad even by my standards. Uh, not what about I'll go next if you want. Go back. Right. Are you ready? Yep. Welcome, everyone, to the weekly bits on Craigie's Tits. Yay. News. The news this week, guys, from Jara. Right. And Local man, Disco Dave, has went to a charity event this week. He went to a disco for the blind. He danced like nobody was watching him. As Wilkinson should start its doors in its final time in Jara, we spoke to a local woman, Tim. She said she had worked there for 105 years, and it's sad to see it close. It's not been the best of time for her, she said. She's just broke up with her husband. He was a Peter, but he's just brushing it off. Ah, nice. Ah. Oh, we think I've got some breaking news, breaking news coming through. A man has been shot. Local man, gorgeous, gorgeous Ken. Give you a go for uh, Kim. Kim, can you give me information, please? More information. We are live here on the scene uh, where it is being confirmed that gorgeous Ken has been shot. It was believed he was shot by a bunch of school children in a school bus that was driving near Merseyside, but we cannot confirm that nearly at this time. But it believed that gorgeous Ken was at least winged by one of the bullets. The Prime Minister will make a statement later tonight, and as will the King. That is the state now. There has been a semi-state of emergency declared, and London is in lockdown after the shooting of Gorgeous Ken. Back to you, Craig. Thank you, brother, Kim. Thank you. Now we need to find out who shot him. 
Right, finally, in sports and weather, Jarrah Roofing Football Club has just realised they can't do actually roofs. And in, and in swing ball, swing ball champion Richie Lewis has came out of retirement to only have a boxer match with the one and only Pat Butcher. Oh, well, I'm looking forward to that hey. one, guys. Hey. That was actually oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and the weather has been shit this week, but don't worry, ladies. The sun's back out next week, so you can tuck your flaps in and get yourself down to Jarrah Beach. That is Craig's Week's Weekly Bits on Craigie's Tits. Anyways, back to the top fives this week. I think it's a good one for you, Richie. Yeah. Top top five foods. Oh. 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 Well, I'm I'm just gonna throw it out there. Chicken tikka masala. Oh, oh. what a call my guy really. <laughs> I think I'm not much in Indians, me. Okay, so so the so the top English food has got to be chicken tikka masala, and no, it's not a kebab. I'm gonna say my well, saying that though is it was a kebab created for the English people though because oh, the chi- because the chicken tikka masala was specifically made for us. Well, no, mm-hmm. no, no, no. I think I believe the chicken tikka the claim of the tikka chicken tikka masala. Came from a Pakistan was it Bang? I can't remember if he's Pakistani Scottish or, or Bangladeshi Scottish. But he I made a cut, supposedly a curry in Glasgow that was had just extra cream because most people didn't like the extra spicy ones. So he made yeah. that one, and supposedly that's how that came about. I think he also lived in Peru at one point. Uh, interesting fact, because I was talking to him about one of my, when one of my fellow scientists uh, at one point about it. I do remember that, yeah. But, but no, what, what, uh, when you talk like, about the donor kebab, you might be thinking about, uh, I believe it was one of the former kings of Sweden. I can picture his face right now. I think it was Charles, King Charles of Sweden, one of the best kings of Sweden ever in terms of just like, he was a brilliant military tactician. He was literally in enemy territory. He'd still win battles because the Swedish were just built like nails. They just couldn't be pushed over with their muskets uh, and all that. And anyway, he went basically instead of sort of going towards the coast where Sweden held territory in northern Germany, he went, no, I'm going to go the other way and went to Turkey, uh, where he ended up sort of being somewhat interned. And there, he actually developed a keen interest for sort of like these meaty sort of uh, sort of somewhat, you know, Kafka, who's sort of basically like uh, minced balls, if you will. Oh, uh, Yeah, yeah. Uh, and basically that's what became sort of uh, the Swedish meatballs. Because he developed an interest in that, and he just kept eating all that. He usually he ate that every day, supposedly, when he was there. Like, uh, or he ate it for a lot of the days when he was there, at least. Um, you know, bearing in mind history will sort of vary in terms of stories and exaggerations. You know, I, I prefer. Um, um, sorry, go on, go on. And I'll finish it off quickly. He basically went back to Sweden, and so he's like, "Yeah, guys, check this out. This is brilliant." And that's how became that became a part of Swedish culture. So I know that's an actual historical fact. That's scientifically true. Right. Uh, it's it, uh, funny because uh, a few weeks ago, someone I know in America it was like shared a picture that they'd taken in the su- supermarket. It was um, faggots and gravy, and they're like, "I have questions." And I'm like, mm-hmm. "I, how fucking long have I been spending trying to teach people, especially the Americans, that the word faggot?" Is originally the name of a food, not a slander for gay people. Mm. <laughs> it can also uh, mean a bundle of sticks. Yes, I keep forgetting about that one. Yeah, there's two meanings to it, if you will. 
but it can, of course, be seen almost obviously as a slur. So we do apologise if people have seen that as a slur. Yeah, if uh, if anyone listening who actually is a Swedish meatball or identifies as one, exactly, we're so sorry. Um, yeah, personally, I prefer um, Korean meatballs because them really are the dogs bollocks. Like, oh, <laughs> oh, uh, oh. that's scientifically true. Yeah, scientifically. Sorry, this is Craig's bit. Craig, where are you? <laughs> we just took over. Okay, so well, okay, so that's that's three foods then. We've, uh-huh. got, we've got um, so so we've got chicken tikka masala. What do you think Craig named one? It's a top five foods, and we've done three so far. So there's uh, chicken tikka masala, faggots, and the dog's oh, bowl. It was doner kebab that was second, and then oh, I mentioned the Swedish meatballs, and now you've mentioned the. We'll call them pork faggots, okay? <laughs> Sorry, guys. No, I... um, Kimball chucked us in the um, latch there and I couldn't, like, get um, pork there. Oh, Kim, Kim, Kim! Where are you fucking... Yeah, okay. Yeah, right, okay. So, guys, mm-hmm. basically, he's he, you got the rice in, so... Yeah. yeah. yeah sorry. Um, Jarrah chips as well. They're good. Uh, are you good? Not just gravel, you good Jarrah. Paul's Paul's fish and chips. Ah, it's overrated. It's alright. I mean, I mean, Paul's. It's not too greasy. You know, we're not getting paid for this, right? Yeah. Fuck Paul's. <laughs> I'll be, I'll be having Paul's in a few hours. Fuck I'll, I'll probably having these. Wait again. Sorry, Craig. <laughs> you still there, Craig? Oh, sorry. I just had to climb out the back doors here because he's chucked us back the latch. Aye. Anyways, um, my my favorite food, the good old favorite one we might used to cook is was um, shit and sugar. Oh, <laughs> a Jawa classic, yeah. Aye, uh, and council pop as well. Yeah, well oh, council pop. Council pop. Anyways, was that a top five guys? Top five. So yeah, anyways, that was a top five. Yeah. The competition last week, the winner of pronounces walls balls for the song. And he correctly guessed Chaz and Dave Rabbit. Get it now. So the song for this week will be goes a bit like this. And it's from the 80s. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's all the clue I'm giving you. Wow. I didn't get any of that. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, that. I'll see it again. Okay. <laughs> If you didn't get it, I'll do it again. So if you want to email Fire and Flame yeah. at gmail.com and try to guess for next week. I email you know, someone else does. Have you not made it yet? No, but I should. <laughs> well, in the meantime, then there is the cur- there is curious.podcasts at gmail.com if you don't get an answer at fireandflame.com. And that is the end of the weekly bits on Craigie's tits. That was good, yeah. That was good. Wait, Kimbo? Is it you or me or what? what we're... Uh, oh, yeah. You've got a tea, okay. um, I, I don't know. Because um, K- Kimbo, didn't you say you wanted to go last? Yeah, I'll go last. Oh, wait, we're in that. Yes, cue the music.
Right, hello, welcome to Richie's Corner. This week is sponsored by Sandy Sandwiches. If you've ever had a Sandy Sandwich, you know. Mm -mm. Well, I used to be a sandblaster, so all my sandwiches were Sandy. Um, oh. No, they really were. <laughs> right, so we've got a family from Mick. Congratulations on the, on the wedding. When was this? Uh, what the fuck's it gonna do with you? Mick, cheeky bastard. Uh, Shelly, Richie, did not get, alright, Richie did not get it wrong about the Power Rangers as Drew said last week that Richie made a mistake about who played it. Richie did not state that Jason Scott Lee played him. He asked if he played him. So, how about that Drew, you prick? Wow. You got the name you got the name wrong and that's all that matters. Well not really, because I only asked the question. So and so that you Shelly. You yeah, you're right, Drew is a prick. Yeah, scientific fact. How could you be wrong by asking a question? Fuck off. Right. Um got one here from Charlotte. How is married life treating you and what's her name? Hey nosy bastards, isn't it? I don't assuming you married a woman. Well, Fortunately, I did. Um, married life is challenging, I must admit. Um, and her name is Beatrice. Um, so yeah, um, Roy. I thought I saw Drew the other day in the supermarket, but as I got closer, it was a coconut. In fact, it was an old cardboard cutout of a castaway. <laughs> oh, fucking <laughs> 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 Wilson! Yeah, happens all the time. Um, Mark? Richie, I will fight you. Yeah, fucking bring it on. Um, a really important man? Has Drew got any advice on meetings? Because I struggle setting meetings up, and I've heard that Drew is really good at setting meetings up. Well, you see, the key is, to, to being able to set up a meeting, the key is, don't ask Richie to do it for you. Yeah. Sorry. No, Drew, I'm sorry, I have to break the news again. I have to go back to Kimball Yard. It's more breaking news on God's pen. Oh, no. What? What? Oh, no. Well done. Uh, um, no, not me. You went Kim. You went Kim. All right, okay. Yes, yes, I'm live here. Yes, I'm live here on the scene with some more news. Prime Minister is made, just made a short statement regarding Gorgeous Ken. He says Gorgeous Ken is in a stable condition and he should be fine for the foreseeable future uh, as long as no one goes near him. But just remember, the King will make a statement later tonight regarding the future updates in regards to Gorgeous Ken. We'll hand it over back to you. Uh, I don't know. But anyone back in the studio, it's just it's kind of pandemonium out here. It's out of chaos. Out of chaos. But Gorgeous Ken's okay. Thanks for the information. Back to you, Richie. Great, thank you for that. Right, um, we've got a one here from Guinea Baz. Ah. ah. Oh, I ah. Skinny Baz, who you speak about? Yeah, 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 sure. Wait, yeah, I, I took your advice oh. on clocks and burnt mine in the town centre. I got arrested and then, and I am currently serving time. Well, that's unfortunate. That's unfortunate. Uh, P.S. I was naked. Oh. Um, got me here from Naked Charles. 
Wow, is it me or is it getting cold? Getting a little bit cold, yeah. Um, Boris has, has wrote in, yeah. and it just says, I have a sausage stuck in my arse. Right, um, okay, so Anita's wrote in, um, how many times have you been married? Uh, I would have been married the once, but um, we, my wife Beatrice has been married uh, four times. Um, it wasn't me. No. Um, but I mean, she is considerably older than us. Um, but uh, but anyway, but uh, anyways, I'm going on my honeymoon this week because I didn't have time because of the show and stuff. All right. So if he's one, I can let you know what the what the honeymoon's like. Um. I think the listeners would um, appreciate hearing about the honeymoon. Yeah, yeah, so, right. Um, we've got one here from Perry the Parrot. My owner is a fat arsehole. Your show is shit. And Drew, why don't you sit on a pineapple sideways? Richie, congratulations on the wedding. Um, right, and we've got a... Right. Sorry, applause, 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 applause. Sorry. Oh, sorry, I, I sorry. didn't. I, I, sorry. I, I, I only read the sign afterwards. It was just above your head. Oh, right. Yeah, no. Right. I didn't so, realize that was the applause moment. I thought, I thought it was just a sign for the show. Sorry. Oh, right. So, this section is called Master Bait. Um, Yay! And today we're going to be discussing gravity. Now, as you well know, that Isaac Newton, um, between the years of 1665 and 66, yeah, he came up with the theory of gravity. Well, not a theory, but he discovered the... But an apple dumped on his head. Ah, oh, you need fucking hell out of here. So, people before then actually used to float. Until they I'm discovered gravity. That. No. Um, so that's why shoes weren't really a thing up until, like, the late 1660s. Because people never needed them, because they used to just hover. Right. And float and stuff, and, um... So, if we, so what you're saying is that if we get rid of gravity, we don't have to wear shoes anymore? Well... If you wait, because people used to use anchors and stuff. Uh, people really didn't live in houses; they just used to anchor themselves up and just like hover, you know, like balloons. Right. Um, but the question is, is um, is do we need gravity? Um, and just before we debate this, I want to let you know about the trials that are happening in Sweden, okay. where they've actually banned gravity, um, and people are just up in arms and just floating everywhere and you know everyone's up a height and um you know interesting seems... interesting fact i'm sorry to interrupt uh, Richie, no, 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 to, uh, uh, richie's corner but scientifically speaking the swedes are miles ahead in terms of science and the way they think about science and the way oh, we yeah. know that the way we know that is because they do crazy experiments like this um you know that's why they have the nobel peace prize and all the prizes the nobel prizes they get to host it so, those guys. Didn't yeah. Sweden recently ban clocks as well? There's all, there's always some kind of trial in Sweden. Sweden yeah. is the uh, is the leader of world's um. Yeah, that's the one. Um. Yeah, do we need gravity? Personally, I don't think we do. Nah, it, it just complicates things. Because you know, first all the thought of gravity was particles. Now they're saying gravity is a wave and. 
Uh, scientists, man, they just caught me in the mines up for everything, so let's just get rid of it and then scientists don't have to worry about it. Well, I, well what I suggest is that we'll get rid of it for a week and see how we do. And then... See, I find, I find it very disappointing. Always brings us down. Yeah, 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 it, does, yeah. it does actually. Yeah. yeah, I always feel sort of weighed down. Uh, yeah, we, we need to sort of lighten the mood. I uh, like if it wasn't there, it'd be very uplifting. Yeah, yeah. Guys, 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 why are you talking such bad things about gravity? Hey, how about you come over to Kimbo Serving Hatch? Nah. Sorry, Drew, falling on the mic. Um, yeah? Kim, let's go to yours because it fucking stinks over here. Oh no, um, I'm closing the hatch, yeah. Bye bye, bye! <laughs> right. Um, so, yeah, conclusion I don't think we need gravity. Uh, and I think I'm going to call that a day on Richie's Corner. Um, and let's head over to Kim's, Kimbo's Seven Hatch or Hole in the Wall or uh, kill the other music. <laughs> Hey, oi, we got open the fucking, hey, oi, open the fucking hurry. Where is it? Don't do that. Hey, hello. Yes, you actually need to open the hatch, not play the fucking sound effects. Scientific fact. Uh, number one. There. Um, yeah, okay, so I got a lot of hate mail. Turns out I've already been cancelled. Oh. Uh, during this, uh, and my producer for why are you talking? My my producer is talking my ear, saying that there might be breaking news coming in. So I've oh, got really? to just mention that for some reason. Oh, Kenzo! Anyway, right? welcome to the serving hatch. For seemingly science is piss water. Go fuck it's yourself. Breaking news! Breaking news! Can you give me more information, please? Well, uh, yes, I do have more information. The king has brought forward his statement. And he is making the. St he's just saying now that he's believed it is Margaret, Ch Margaret, Margaret Cho, Mar Margaret Chair, Margaret Chair is oh, a person no. who is believed to have shot. She hijacked a bus full of school kids and uh, tried to attempt an assassination attempt on. Yes, right, okay, yes. The king has basically declared her. As soon as people see her, she is to be killed on sight. That is no capture. Kill on sight. For Margaret Chair, from where the fuck is that? Uh, right, she is from the northeast, and uh, basically, any basically, it is shoot on sight. And the king says he's given the prime minister the permission for all citizens to do that. So it is the duty. The king is saying now it is the duty of all citizens to hunt down Margaret Chair. But we'll, we'll hand that back to you, so you can uh, you might get more messages in the future about that. Ah, Margaret Chair is at large. Indeed. It's probably a good job that the king's like asking the the, the populace to shoot Margaret Chair on site, given the police are currently handing all the guns back in. Anyways, then back to Kim. Thank you. What? What? No, yeah. back to Lefty. What? what? Oh, oh, no, that's no, back to me. No, back to Kimbo. Back to Kimbo. What? What? Okay. I don't know what's happening.
Oh, God. Right. Scientific fact. This is bullshit. Right. Okay. So I've got some, uh, I've got some interesting fan mail already. Uh, it's basically, obviously, a lot of it is hate from last week after we decided to start talking about things we shouldn't have been talking about. So <laughs> I'll ignore, try and ignore a lot of that hate because, hell, there's like thousands of letters like that. Thanks for cancelling GBU News. Uh, yeah. Basically, uh, let's have a look. So Cindy writes, why are you so drunk when you are doing this? Well, you heard the first, uh, how long? 52 minutes, you'd understand, Cindy. Uh, second one is from uh, David Crawford. He says, go kill yourself, you rapist. Yeah, yeah. some of them do get through. Uh, the other one is from Dan Wooten. Go fuck yourself, you piece of shit, you rapist. Bath. Yeah, see, like I say, some of them get through. Um, oh, here's actually one that's different. Uh, Guys, did you know that lemons have a pH level of your rapist? You sat, yeah, okay, right. I uh, do. You know we're not going to do the. We're not going to do the fan mail thing anymore. Uh, so how about we do some scientific facts? Facts, 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 facts. Fuck off. Right. So you know how you guys were talking about the Death Star earlier? Yes. Yeah. Scientific fact: Pac-Man ate the Death Star. How what? do I know that? Well, actually, basically, we're talking about one of Saturn's moons called Mimas. Mimas is a, a moon that was first pictured by Cassini in 2010. And what is so interesting about it is that basically it looks like, the, you know how the moon's got the massive crater on its south side that you can see yeah. on a really clear down? It, that's basically got it, but instead of, it looks like it's in the Death Star position. Right. So it is absolutely, like, it's so... It's so crazy because we only discovered this in 2010 rather than, well, not, not sure if it was 2010 or maybe sat telescopes might have seen it just beforehand, but it was only it's like discovered after Star Wars. So that's sort of what makes it so uh, funny. The moon actually has an interesting presence around Saturn because it's created one of the largest gaps in the rings. Uh, due to its orbital resonance destabilizing the particles uh, orbit there. So that's just an interesting, right. never interesting uh, little fact. Uh, I do have other interesting facts, uh, scientific facts to be precise, um, about the Bosnian pyramids. <laughs> They're in Bosnia. <laughs> but uh, yeah, okay. Oh, well, oh, I'm sorry. My producer's telling me Drew wasn't prepared, so I can't actually talk about that again. Um, well, I can't talk about Pac-Man. Well, um, did you know? That hydrogen atoms are exist. What do you say? Hydrogen. Hydrogen. Yeah, you know hydrogen atoms exist. I, I did not. Did you know hydrogen anti-hydrogen exists? No, no, I did not. Yeah. Well, there you go. Uh, is, it, is, is this uh, CERN up the witch tricks again? No, this is CERN fucking doing scientific shit. You fucking idiot. God. Seriously, I'm just saying. Right, okay. Basically, I gave him this agent a chance. He said he'd been chucked off a podcast that was about scientific cracks, and he's like, oh, look, I've got this amazing... And I was like, okay, I'll give you the opportunity. You can have a chance to manage me. Fair enough. Just find me, a scientist, a good podcast to be on. And he said, I know just the podcast you should be on. And so, here I am. But yeah, maybe I need to fire that manager. Yeah. I used to get guest stars for this podcast and was absolutely useless at it. Oh my god, what the call? 
uh, I think it's his name, Cindy Lauper. Oh, my God. The Karams, the Commodore. Sorry, that's deep-rooted. Sorry, I've had a very tough week. <laughs> anyway, you know what matters most? Any matter. No, is I was going to say something like, like you know, what matters most is you, you know, because you're. You know, I was going to do an anti-suicide message, but okay, fuck that. Let's talk about anti-matter then. Anyway, did you know that most anti-matter only frequently exists in the universe for a fraction of a second? The what? Well, I know, I know the I know the anti-matter created by CERN's experiments that only lasts for like a fraction of a second. Yeah, because that's, that's, cool. that's how most anti-matter is anyway. Anyway, if we were to talk about what actually antimatter is, we've got to start with the fact that everything is made from atoms. And the most simplest atom is, hey, remember our good old friend we are talking about earlier called hydrogen? Yes. I was supposed to put it like, hell yeah, but fair enough. Fuck hydrogen. Nah, fuck it. <laughs> Hydrogen's dead. It killed itself. You happy now? Well, happened didn't mean it's... Uh, anyway, the sun is mostly made from hydrogen. So it's okay, folks. Even if one hydrogen atom kills itself, there's loads more. But that's not the message you take away from that. I'm just, I, I, that's, that's mixed messaging. <laughs> Ignore that. That's not scientific fact. It's basically, the hydrogen atom is usually made up of basically a one proton and two electrons. Now, if you want the second, nitrogen, it's made up of two electrons and one proton. But if we're talking about the anti-hydrogen atom, dun, 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 it's made up of what's called the anti-proton, which is in the center. It's just like the proton, but it's negatively charged. There's then the elect, there's then the pre pistron. Damn it, did we let the French name that one? <laughs> the, right, anyway, the pistron is basically what the electron is. If you add a second one, you get anti nitrogen. That's basically the way I can sort of most explain it to most uh, simpletons or people from Jara, as it says here in my notes. Anyway. They've created a basic field at somewhat different scientific theories, not just at CERN, but other places across the world, such as in America and China and insert country later on. The antiparticles themselves are usually combined with antiatoms, and there they're trapped in a magnetic field. A magnetic field will then get turned off, and as the particles get released, the antiatoms themselves will fall downwards. Now, some theorists believe that the antimatter might actually fall up. Although most, notably Albert Einstein, in his general theory of relativity more than a hundred years ago said that it should just behave like matter and fall downwards to the effects of gravity. Well, those scientists of CERN, Drew, the ones you masturbate all the time over, you cheeky little bastard, you, <laughs> have now confirmed that with the greatest degree of certainty yet, that it was Einstein who was right. <laughs> Einstein was right. Not right wing, just correct. Einstein was correct. Anyway, antimatter doesn't fall up, but it doesn't mean actually that it falls down. It doesn't fall down at the same rate of matter. That's the big step that has been proved so far. Einstein is correct, and his general relatively general theory. <sighs> Einstein was correct. The end. And he hasn't been proven wrong so far. Um, I haven't got any extra scientific facts. Well, I could Let's just give those serving hard. Hold on, hold on. I've got outro music. Hold on. I was told my man. Hold on. Hold on. Right. Okay. Yeah, because this was the last piece of fan mail that says this one's not actual hate mail. It's basically written in by my a guy called Hey. My name is Felon, and I've got oh. a budding saxophone career. 
and basically, I would like Levitt if you use my music as intro or outro. It's me and my friend Bobby. He Bobby is playing the keyboards. So this is his. I don't know if you can hear this, but that's that fell on in his saxophone solo. Uh, it might be too loud, but uh, we'll get we'll get Drew to add that in later because yeah. Bellon seems like a nice guy. Yeah, no problem. Take it easy, Bellon. Uh, and yeah, that's my serving hatch. Um, need more rice in. Fuck the pasta. And can I get more gin? Why am I on a conspiracy theory show? You know, I think that <laughs> like Kim puts were up there. But we somehow drag everything down. Isn't that how it's supposed to be? Yeah, but it's like... It's anti-matter! Yeah. <laughs> like, you talk relative shit. I talk absolute shit. Craig's about the same level as me. And then Kim's just like... That was like a lecture at a university. That was like... What, that was... What's, what's interesting... How would you know? That, what's interesting is that scientists did say that when the universe began, there should be an equal amount of matter and antimatter. Through scientific theories, I've heard this. Yes. Yeah, and basically, as such, you know, it makes sense that I provide an antimatter to your matter, if that makes sense. But Would I don't you... need to turn around and talk about the business business of uh, pyramids about it. I don't know. All oh, right, that's smudge. Sorry. The best matter all of all is it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> It's funny actually because uh, yeah yeah that's right yeah yeah um give the music. Hello, welcome back. And uh, I would just like to say before anyone else does, Def Leppard. All oh, right, we're doing the band of the week, are we? Yeah, and I've already got mine in. Hey guys, hey guys, after bringing up, I've just received a letter here from Margaret Chay. You will never catch me. I am 286 years old now. All I demand is Billy Bonds to be free from prison. I've got a hostage here, Karaoke Keith. If you don't do it by next week, I will strangle Keith with his mic. P-R-T-Y, because I wanna. <laughs> well, well, get back in next week, Margaret. Kill karaoke Keith is a knob anyway. Um yeah, yeah, Billy Barnes, or I think there's some kind of body and clay check going on there. I wasn't something about Billy got hit by an asteroid in the head or something. He's been no, no, because Billy's in jail. I but wasn't he in jail and the asteroid hit the jail? No, no, I think you're making that bit up. You got hit in the head while in jail. No, no, come on that way. Well, it's rumoured that he has got amnesia, though. So that should be fun. Or amnesia. Um, scientific fact, uh, amnesia amnosia. is scientifically called amnesia. Yeah. Right. Well, uh, Depp, let bad. Um, Deep Purple. Dan and Shay. Dan and Dan. The Doors. Dan Arbon. Dan Duran. Dan Duran. Dan Colbert. Dan Hill. Dan Reed. Dan Reed Network. Dana. Dana Lloyd. David, 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 David,
Dave Stewart. Dennis Rodman. Ball. David Byrne. David Bowie. Juice. David Dundas. David Guetta. Dilo. Diana Ross. Diana Ross and Supremes. Diana Figures. Diane Deary. Dick Dale. Dick Al. Dick Shaw. Dick Van Dyke. Dickie Light. Dickie Jones. Diddy. Death Kennedy, Death Pedestrians, Streets, Dirty Heads, Disclosure, Disney, Dispatch, Distractions, Debbie Reynolds. And I think that's all for me. Damien Marley, Default, Deftones, Damien Rice, but as you got the Rice, Ephonics, Delilah, Del Reese, Dells, Del Fick, Del Ta. Daniel Pouna, Daniel Mayweather, uh, Daniel May, Danny um, Brown, David Jones, Danzig, Dar Williams, Darius Dinesh. You know what he's doing? You always have to smile it, don't you? It does, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. Why does he do that? I don't know why they're serving ads because he's talking to us all the time. Bastard! That bastard! I'm gonna fucking kill you! Fuck you, Drew! You're a terrible person! I hope you die! <laughs> hope Richie stabs you right now at this very but fucking Podcast. <laughs>